Welcome everyone to another episode of the podcast. Really quickly, it's holiday season. I want to wish everybody listening a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. For those who celebrate all of that good stuff, I hope you guys are spending some good time with family and friends and loved ones. Um, We're coming up on the new year, so happy early new year on that end. Hopefully 2023 is the best one yet for all of us out there. So, um, you know, on my end, I thank you for, for supporting me. And as we head into the new year, Hopefully we continue to grow and improve. And I want to, you know, on that note, hear from you guys as much as possible. What can I do um, better moving forward? What do you guys like about the show? What do you guys maybe hate about the show? Hopefully not too many things. But um, I want to continue to make this uh, a good listening experience or viewing experience. If you're watching this on my YouTube channel, which you should be subscribed to at Felix Levine, shameless plug. Um, But seriously, thank you so much for for the support. I'm really excited for 2023, a lot of really exciting things in the works, and uh, really looking forward to having some more amazing guests, um, insightful conversations. Hopefully you guys learn things from it, laugh, cry, or other. So um, seriously, thank you so much for for the continued support. A little bit of housekeeping, as always, if you are not following me on Instagram, what are you doing? No, I'm just kidding. Please follow me, at Felix.Levine. Um, takes literally three seconds, means a whole lot, a whole lot to me. Um, engage with my posts, comment, like all that fun stuff. DM me. I want to hear from you guys. Um, so please follow me on Instagram at Felix.Levine. Trying to work on my TikTok page. Um, all short clips and I'm trying to post more short clips from every episode on my TikTok. So at Felix Levine on TikTok, my YouTube channel that I shamelessly plugged, um, Felix Levine on YouTube, all of that is uh, is there and readily available for you to to subscribe to and to watch and to go through all the content from a visual standpoint. So let me stop boring you with all of that. Let's get into my guest today. And my guest today, she's extremely talented, funny, smart. I am uh, super excited to have her on the show today. She has her own podcast called PB and Slay. She is at Barstool. She's a content creator. She's extremely dynamic in her range of skills, and uh, it's truly a pleasure to have her on my show. Please welcome Caroline Banowitz. Wow. Ooh. Oh. Oh my God. I forgot to tell you. Oh, no, okay. we're going to continue though. Cause, <laughs> okay, okay. So, but I'm going to put you crazy on the spot. This is actually kind of pretty fucked up of me. Oh, no. We're starting on a horrible note. Okay. So, usually, but we already have a few no. times started on Oh, no. Up. I know. Yeah, we've yeah, been, we've we've been, been gossiping for the yeah, last 20 minutes. Um, <sighs> if only you guys knew. I know. Um, <laughs> will never be revealed. Yeah. Um, I asked my guests if there's a tidbit, little something the world doesn't know about you from what's already out there. A tidbit that the world there's so much you guys no, know, I know about me. And you said you're an open book, but not really like a fairly open no, book. No, like a fair like almost. No, like I don't um it. what have people said in the past? Like I, I don't know if there's anything that comes straight to mind. Something you may not know is I like love the Muppets. But I don't know if that's like exciting. <laughs> Wait, that's not why like why do you why do you love dish. the Muppets? Um, I grew up watching them. I honestly think like they're some of the highest form of art. And like, bear with me. The Muppets sing. Mm. There's great storylines. No, for sure. They're Muppets. 
they're puppets. So like it's like the puppeteer, then it's also the musical aspect. Wait, pause. Do you um like frequently consume the Muppets for content? Mm, mm, uh, no. Yes and no. Yes and no. Like I don't watch the Muppets very often, but like there's sometimes where I just kind of put in YouTube like Muppets and just like and you just you just go off of that. Yeah, I just really like the Muppets, but I don't I don't know if that's like super exciting. I feel oh I got a better one. Sorry, okay. I'm gonna have like ten. I did. I was a competitive gymnast until my growth. Oh. <laughs> and so I can actually do a back handspring. Wow. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy who's like, oh, do it. But like, I, I believe you. I mean, I have my growth spurt, so like the fl- limbs oh. are everywhere. Wait, so how how many inches did you add in your growth spurt? Like a foot. <laughs> no, yeah, less than, like seven. How tall are you? 5'10? I'm like 5'11, yeah. I was like maybe 5'1 or 2. Wait, and how, how quickly did you grow? I mean, I, I like grew, my growth spurt like was not all of the seven inches. So my growth spurt was like at the beginning. Okay, wait. So middle school we went to five, six. And I remember this because there was a boy I liked who was also five, six. And I told him my growth plates were closed. Your growth plates? Because I closed? wanted him to like me. Oh. It's like my growth plates are closed. Wait, that's like a really cute line. Like wasn't true because my sophomore year of high school, I grew. Chucked on an extra four or five inches. Three inches. And then my junior year, I grew an inch. Wait, so wait, so you lied to him. I definitely lied to him. Sounds to me like it didn't work out. Because a relationship has to be built on trust. Oh, wait, and you were fully just a relationship. Wait, yeah. So you're like a walking red flag is what I'm getting at. A thousand percent. That's crazy. Listen, I'm mostly an open book. <laughs> wait, hold on, pause for a sec. This is going to crazy because you have you said that term and I have like a crazy Ooh. Sorry. No, you're Cause, good. Because there was like a do you see what I was talking about? There's like a big shadow on you. It just looked way worse. That's no, whatever you got to do. The way you feel about lighting, I feel about audio. Oh my God. Everything. Every, I'm like, every I'm like, little thing. I'll yeah, have no, like we anxiety can keep it attacks. Rolling. Oh yeah. no, me too. Yeah. Um, That looks, wait, put, chuck it on. That looks good. No. Yeah. Right. Okay. okay that cool. looks good. <sighs> now Ooh. that we're like not having complete panic attacks. Yes. Um, More will come. What were we talking about? I know I just got completely. A relationship oh my has God. to be built on trust. Wait, so do you have some like, do you have, wait, let's talk dating for a second. I know we don't, okay. we're not going to do it. It's okay. It's okay. Because okay. I need to pick your brain. Okay. We're both young, right? And I think we're that. We're so young. Like so young. We're like children. <laughs> like we're not, but no, but we are. No, but we. Like compared def- to. I just started breastfeeding last week. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? Oh my God. It's just not the same. It's- I'm off the nipple. <laughs> it's not the same. No. No, I know. It's, it's not as I was, fresh. I, was, <laughs> I wanted to say something, but I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to shut the fuck up. We're just children. No, we're, but right now we're like literally acting like children. Yeah, no, like, no, no. like I don't, I don't give us more than 12 years old right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 12 and a half. And 12 quarters. is generous. Yeah. Kids are always like, three yo, quarters. you remember when it's you, like, I don't care. Wait, no, 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 no hold on, is. hold on. No, 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 no. The three quarters when I was young was really important. Like, it was so annoying. It's like, listen, I don't care when your birthday is. Like, <laughs> three, qu- th- and three and a half quarters. I remember when I'd start thinking about this when I was young. I'd be like, what does three quarters actually mean? I know, because kids can't do math. Yeah. So it's like, how am I supposed to know? Were you a smart kid? Um, okay, actually, I was always getting good grades. I always got good grades, but I wasn't smart. And I think that that is the problem with education. Ooh. No, I hit it. You know what I mean? Because they teach you to be like very uh, obedient. And you're not obedient. 
and I am obedient, so I get the good grades, but uh, I don't soak in the information. It's like anything I need to do to get an A, I'll get it. But did I learn? No. Like, what do you think is the most important thing you learned in school? Maybe like addition, because then I can split a tab. <laughs> like, well, like I division. can tip. That would be division. Well, tipping is. Uh, the tipping is. I would even say tipping is multiplication if you really think about I, it. But how I do tipping is okay. every ten dollars I add two. <laughs> wait, so if it's like thirty-two dollars, no. I go six. Mm, round up to wait, seven. Wait, <laughs> wait, Carol. wait. That's how you. <laughs> that's that's how, how I tip. Wait. So you go. <laughs> give me, give me a, give me a number. I'll tell <laughs> okay, you how okay, I okay. tip it. Okay, so it's four. It's forty-seven sixty-four. It's forty-seven sixty-four. So every ten dollars is two. So I have eighty dollars, and then it's forty-seven. You said 47. So I'm going to add $1. So it's 45. So now I'm at $9 and it's no. 47. So I'll just go 10. Wait, no way. This is I'll how go 10. <laughs> That's not my tip. Okay, wait. And I was a waitress for six, six years. Wait, this is wait, how you, t- this is how you think about it. And I was a waitress wait, I feel like you're adding college. like, you're adding like three, you're adding like three steps to the PEMDAS right now. You remember, Pem- Pem- you remember PEMDAS? No. Oh, they don't teach you that in Texas? No, I think that you just actually learned like, I, I just <laughs> wait, did no. whatever I had to do. No, to PEMDA- every, wait. You know how, like, when you know the order of operations, like, multiplication. Oh, yeah, yeah. That pem- what'd y'all call it? By we the way, did it. y'all. We called it multiply, divide, subtract, add. No, okay. Wait. <laughs> Wait, can I tell you? You remember how they taught us PEMDAS? <laughs> Walter wasn't fucking listening either. God. Never He's mind. just not a nerd. <laughs> Wait. Wait, okay, how did they teach you PEMDAS? Okay, okay PEMDAS? so PEMDAS, it would be, like, it would be... Wait, I forget the acronym. It was basically it was to tell you the no no no. This is like because you this. had to multiply, divide. No, this is very this is very important. By the way, is it freezing in here or no? No no no. no. I'm like if, always if, sweating if, on my arm. Okay. No, no no. As long as you're fine, I'm good. I'm good. Like I my hands are always cold, but my armpits are not. It's hold on. It's the order of opera- order of operations PEMDAS, which stands for parentheses, exponents, multiplication, division, addition, subtraction. Yes. Yes. All right, no, I'm just really glad we got to this. Okay, so how I tip is I take, well, it depends then how. Do you move the decimal? Yes. Yeah, people do that, yeah. But you usually tip like, like let's be honest, like 15, 20%, oh, 25%. 20 or more. No, it's I, I wait a choice for No, like a yeah, long so you time. know, you know that. Yeah, it's definitely 20 or more. That's why it's easy for me, like, if you do like. Do you tip your Uber, though? Okay, wait, can we talk about this? Yeah. <laughs> It's like kind of a bit. Someone recently was like, I tip every Uber. And I was like, see, I've, oh my God. I've, I, I'm going to, I'm not, supposed to be I'm not going to pretend like I've been a great person. I've never tipped, but it's okay. I, I didn't did, know. I we did were supposed once. To be. I did once, but I, it's because I wanted, I specifically love this human being, but the others, oh, it's not, yeah. it, the others, it's not that I don't think that they're deserving of a tip. I'm just like, wait, what? It's more like confusing. It's like when like, the aren't I a- $1 coffee, they flip the thing oh, around oh at, and the baristas. Wait, this is the most egregious <laughs> like, thing I've ever seen. Every single coffee I get is $10 because. Wait, no, this is a scam. Because like, I don't know how to add a tip. So I just round up to 10. I'm just kidding. No. No, I, I no, I, but I, I just, it, I'm so stupid. Like I, of course I should be tipping my Uber, but I wait, didn't should, realize should you? It. Wait, no, no, be honest. Like, no, I'm going to start. No, you're not. Soon. Like this is actually like no, if, I'm gonna if you start. do, will you send? Will you, will you, I, you're sending me a screenshot next time you do. I will. I will because that will keep me I, accountable. I literally don't believe you. Well, I tip everything else. I should be tipping my Uber. I'll tip the coffee person if they flip no. it around. I'm like, okay, you got a dollar. See, no, but I think it's that new system. That it's this. It's that new little software system that really fucked it for for us consumers. The I, iPad. On, it's the iPad. And then you know the worst is if you say no tip, you're like doing it really discreetly because you don't want to be like that asshole. I, they've got to know. There should be an alarm that goes off if you hit no. It, there should be an alarm that goes off if you tip because then it's like. 
then it's worth it. It's it's worth the dollar to get like a like a validation of this person tipped. Yeah, but in France, so I'm half French. Ooh, we oui, be. Oui. <laughs> Thank you, Caroline. Um, <laughs> they they're like anti-tipping. Like oh yes, I and, know. Like fucking like my friend yeah. like one, we were at a restaurant in France and he and this the waiter had suggested like oh do you want a tip and she she was kind of being not too nice she went off on it and I'm like all right relax like I thought it was normal I was about to tip but they him. get paid like differently yeah but because here here if you don't like yeah, waitresses no. don't get tipped paid anything they just get paid to cover their taxes were you a good waitress oh no I was so bad and I'm aware that I was bad but like why how, what made you bad because I was so like scattered brain and mentally unwell for those years like mm. it was all of college and my first my first two years in New York because then the pandemic hit so for like those six years, I was like in such mental distress because like you, there's no way you can be happy during college in the two years out of it. Like there's just, you can't. Right. You have to be sad. And so I just like, my mind wasn't right. But sometimes I was like very charming and nice and people would like, there were like three occasions in New York where someone just gave me a hundred dollar bill. No way. And I was like, wow. Wait, that's like. And that was like a big deal. I mean, a hundred dollar bill, a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars is absolutely a hundred dollars. You're <laughs> was, correct. Thank you. Caroline. PEMDAS. <laughs> PEMDAS. PEMDAS. Wait, this is like such an educational podcast. Um, I know. Wait, okay. I have to tell you the line my Uber said when I got in the car. Oh my God. Yeah. Ba oh no. Baylor. Baylor. So you call me an Uber. Very nice of you. I get it. And I said, is this uh, Felix? And he goes, my name's Baylor. <laughs> but this, he goes, and he was mad. He was like, no, my name is Baylor. But this Uber is for Felix. Oh my god! I love <laughs> I was like, oh. Wait, I love his energy though. No, it was like kind that's of some like bad bitch gold. energy. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of an. Incredible... Wait, so did you like talk? Oh. Fall in oh, love? No, I got in the car and I was like, okay. <laughs> oh. I know, but I I was shocked by that opening line. Wait, that's actually brilliant. So wait, what did no. you say next time? I was just like, oh okay. Damn, so he's a little aggressive with it. So, no, he, wait, it was on, a on. crazy line this time. I can, so am I No, you have to him? tip him. No, I'm, him, no. <laughs> Being rude to you like that, Give negative. Give him five stars. Give him five stars. No, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to. No, it was like, it, maybe he like meant to be funny, but I was like, that is one of the craziest, because obviously I'm talking about. No, for sure. Why would I know your name, Uber driver? But <laughs> I mean, technically though, like it's on the app. He could think that like you, you're paying attention to his name. No, that's so crazy. No. Is that how you guys get in Ubers? You guys get in Ubers and you're like, what do you say, oh, you guys? is this just us New Yorkers? Everyone. Do you guys get into Ubers and look at the driver's name yeah, and like, say like, oh, is this? No, no. I No, say you for say Felix. your name. I'll yeah. be like for Felix. Or... Yeah, you'd be like, <laughs> you say your own name. No, fair enough. Okay, wait. <laughs> I'm getting so sidetracked. Okay, keep going back to you. I'm just so distracted. Um, Because I'm curious about your upbringing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's some things to unhash there. There, yeah. Unhash? Unhatch. Like an egg. Unhash? You, you hash out. Oh, okay. No, thank you. And I, then you unhatch. I felt like something that what I was saying was yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, for the listeners. Yes. Give us a little, give a little, like, young Caroline. What age is young Caroline? That's a great point. When you, when you feel young. Like, well, this a is baby, like, but yeah. then we don't. No. No, like, you, so you grew up not. Like I did, I think. Well, m most definitely because you were in a city and I wasn't. That. So wait. So first, because we were kind of talking a little bit before we started. Um, Dallas-ish. Uh, Plano. It's like a suburb of Dallas. But it's like a very large city. But it's like, you know, no one actually knows it. But it's next to Dallas. And it's, it's like kind of culty. No? No, 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 no. 
It's like it's a big, big city. Like uh, I I know why you're asking yeah. that, but no, no, no. It's like a big city. Like we have like uh, so many high schools. Like maybe at what least was six. Was your, was your I was school? homeschooled. And that's where okay. that's, that's where that I was, information. That was I, was I was homeschooled, so I uh, I'm from like a biggish city, but it's like you know outside of Dallas, right? Okay, it's not like New York. So yeah. when did you start getting homeschooled? Um, the whole time until college. Okay, see, this is what I was. That's where you were about. confused. Yeah, it's uh, my city was really big. So K through twelve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now was this ever an option for you? It was just like parents were like. Nope, nope. There was, to be fair, like I'm remembering this as an adult. So like my oldest sister for her last two years went to like a hybrid school that was like a Christian private school that she could, she went to like two times a week. And then the other days were like at home. So it was kind of like, it wasn't accredited, which is like the crazy part about homeschooling your kids. It's like not accredited, which is like the only reason that affects you. Like for those of you who weren't homeschooled is that like, uh, when you're like a top student at like a public or private school, like in the 1% of your class, you get immediate admissions into certain schools. Okay. But oh, if yeah. you're not accredited, like I only got in through my well, SAT in Texas, store. Right? A score. Especially in Texas. Yeah. I think like when you're top 10%. You like get UT. fed into UT. Yeah. So like if I wanted to go to UT as a homeschooled kid, it's like really hard. Um. So like you have to get like incredible ACT, uh, SAT scores, which like now like, ACT and SAT scores like people are finally being like okay honestly it's fucked. that doesn't really yeah <laughs> that doesn't really explain yeah, yeah, yeah. um you know so finally it's like now like you can actually get through school for different ways right. like instead of just like ACT SAT and like you know college admissions right, right, right. you can get in other ways um but so I my sister did so I do think that that would have been an option maybe if I had really pushed for it but I, I pushed to go to a performing arts high school in Dallas but it was, you know, I didn't live in Dallas. Dallas is a really big city. So it, you know, would be far away. I'm one of five kids. I am four. So like my older sisters were out of the house, but it was, it would have been hard for my parents. And, um, I did like look up all the information you needed a certain, uh, zip code. So they would have to like, you know, rent an apartment in Dallas. So like, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. But, uh, I didn't push like really, really hard, but I did like, you know, feel around and it it wasn't really an option were all of your siblings homeschooled all of them except for my sister who went junior and senior year to that school wait so like were you guys all like learning together all day at home is that how it works it's like yeah it's kind of weird no that's not a dumb question it's just very odd so there's like very different there's a lot of different ways you can homeschool um but they like they have like co-ops that like uh a you know maybe like a hundred kids maybe would meet at, uh, depended on how big the co-op was, but like a hundred seems like a lot, honestly. And we'd meet like all at a church on Monday and from nine 30 to 11 30, one of the moms would teach them physics, the kids, like the juniors physics. And then, um, there was one that was like, and that was like really popular. Like you'd have like one day of school, basically like on Monday I'd have from nine to to 10, I would do geography. And then from 10 to 11, I would do this. And from whatever, whatever. And then as we got older, there was like this homeschool. One of the moms made this, um, honestly, like incredible business move on her part. Like girl boss, she solved the problem. She found all the moms that had like master degrees. And she was like, oh. Mrs. Miller will teach 
physics from oh, this is smart as fuck. I know it's really smart. Wait, she did a great job. A no, it's a really, really you have to go to somewhere where like there's a lot of homeschool kids, yeah. which I think is becoming from the pandemic pretty normal. But she like had an incredible system that she did. So like from nine to eleven uh, thirty on Tuesday and Thursday. Mrs. Miller would teach like 50 kids, right. not 50, but like, you know, 10 kids physics. And then she would do that all day. And everyone, all the different kids in the area would take physics at different times. Why did they want to homeschool you or all of you? Or um, most of you? So that's also one of those questions where it's like, I'm younger. So I, I believe religious reasons, okay. like they wanted to, you know, have like a, um, Christian, uh, education and the city that we were in didn't really have like a private school that was right. either financially or up to their standards. Um, and so like, yeah, I think like maybe they would have been open to private school if things were different, but this is just, I know that my mom like did say when she started homeschooling us, she was like afraid. She was like making the wrong decision. Like she was like, am I going to mess up my kids? But like, so yeah, basically like religious reasons. So, but that's kind of like a full-time job. I feel like maneuvering. Yeah five kids in and out no of- it's absolutely insane <laughs> it's crazy why would you do that wait <laughs> why would you do that so we but like socially well i guess you would see like the homies when you guys were all going to okay this is an wait, also good one this was definitely wait tell me tell me well we did sports where it was all of our socializing was at sports we had a homeschool christian basketball team stop and where it gets even crazier is we played other homeschool Christian basketball teams. And there was one in Houston we played a lot. And one of their one of their players went on to be in the starting five on in uh woman UConn. Like she was oh, one of the starters that you I think she's in the WNBA now. And another one of them is Justin Jackson, who I believe plays for the Mavericks right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I know him. It like is kind of an operation. Wait. <laughs> Wait, so like they're making stars. No, it's wild. Like maybe not in my basketball team, but yeah, there's like some, it's like, so like they're going to monster. No, it's like a big thing. It's crazy. Wait, no, they're going to great lengths because they're like, oh no, my kids homeschool. Like, yeah, like this sounds like a 10 times. Listen, it's a lifestyle. No, no, I can. It's a lifestyle. No, I can tell like this is like some. No, it's, it's a wild story. Yeah. It's a wild ride. And you did this until you were 18 years old. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh fuck yeah there's a lot of things that like i think that even i didn't even realize until later like i wanted to do theater like there was what theater program you know what i mean like you can't go to like the you can't try out for like the like school theater or like you know your school play were you like were most of the kids normal no 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 no, no. (laughs) were you normal like were you like were you like this but like the 18 year old version of yourself? Yeah, I think I would say I would. I was on the outside for sure. I think on the inside You're struggling. I don't know though, because a lot of high schoolers are struggling. Like they seem fine. And well, okay, like, so like But I, I I do think that they were like normal. Like I think I got to college and people were like, Oh, you're normal. And I was like, No, everything going on is crazy. Like I'm really trying to act cool. <laughs> but like what goes on in the in the the head of a child? weird way to phrase that no what goes on in your in your head like when you're kind of going through i guess adolescence and all those teenage years while knowing that like this is not traditionally speaking the majority of people are not going through your experience does that feel like isolating like are you you're like okay like it is what it is um i think that those thoughts only come from perspective so i don't think i felt that way right um I think when you get to college and you see how everyone else grew up, you're kind of like, oh, like, 
I feel like I'm weird. Like I feel behind. I feel socially like in, in some aspects, not behind, but in some aspects, like, yeah, no, I feel like weird and like, uh, you know, everyone else is like, so like, you know, I don't know, like experience, like they've had like boyfriends and they've like made out, so there's no, you know like, what I mean? So like, yes, yeah, so like even that, like, was there more also because it was kind of Christian oriented, right? Like, in, like, yeah, was, I don't know if I like really had any friends who weren't Christians oh, and wow. by, and like, I don't mean like casual Christians. Like, I mean like Christians, like, like real fucking like, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, I, I don't know if I had any, um, like, cause I went to youth group and I went to school. It wasn't like I was close minded. It was like, where else would I meet people? You know what I mean? I go to youth group and I go to basketball. Wow. That's like such a, like, I just find it interesting because it's such a different life than I grew Yeah. Up. Yeah. It's like crazy because it's like, I feel so integrated now. Well, yeah. Cause when I talk to you now, if I didn't know this, which I didn't yeah. right before, like, to this detail, like you would have no idea. Like if the way that you are socially, I mean, I've known you for a solid, like what, 14 minutes now. Like, <laughs> like I, I, you could have been like, yeah, I grew up, I born and raised in New York. I'd be like, okay, yeah. Where do you go to school? Like, no, exactly. I think that even I like, and I mean, when it's you, like the things that you're saying, like, did you feel weird? Like definitely. But I also think from, I mean, I don't know if you had asked me this like 10 years ago, the response would be so different. But I think now we all feel weird. Like, I think we all like have our little things from growing up that are like, I'm different. Right. Yeah. But I, I do think like the way that like you respond to this story is how everyone responds to this right. story. And so like, it is like, it's interesting. And so like, I think that that almost like uh, validates my weird kind right. of, you know what I mean? Cause I think we all feel weird. And then it's like everyone being like, that's actually insane. Did it's you, like, did you resent once you started to realize how I, weird? It's I hear just what you're different. saying. Yeah, did you yeah, like yeah. Re have any resentment towards your family or parents? Yeah. That? I think that like, it's like an emotional, like you have to realize like they're doing the best they can. You know what I mean? Right. And like, I think that, you know, like you can't like mourn what never was. Um, but I do think like, I think I had a big hurdle to jump over when I got to college mm -hmm. and socially. And I also went to like theater school. And so like everyone was way out there and everyone was like very like sexually progressive right. and just like progressive in general. And it was just like really overwhelming. And like, you know, it's just a learning curve. Well, it's also, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about it. It's like the hookup culture of colleges. Period, exactly. Right? Oh and my God. Come so from, scary. Like, a very just like drinking. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. Or even just like being around people 24/7 or like the way they dress. Was that must have been a lot. Or like you want to know what else is like I went to theater school like I said and when you had, we had to audition for the musicals at the beginning of the um semester, the musicals and the operas and when they pull you into the audition room, it, they'd pull you in 10 people at a time and you would sing in this big room in front of like the director, right. like, you know, maybe like six faculty members, right. seven faculty members. And then the rest of the students would be sitting there, nine people in a row. And we would all sing in front of each other. But it was like a big audition. Like there were like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people auditioning, but they would put you in groups of 10. It was like, it was a very beautiful school, like stunning facility. It was gorgeous. Like it's honestly more beautiful than the rehearsal spaces I've been in here in New York. Right. Like it was grand. Right. Um, and like my first audition, I'm 18. I had only been in one musical before that like I like other kids like grew up being in musicals and singing in front of people mm. and like that was like a terrifying experience yeah. like I'm sure it was for everyone but it was like you know I didn't grow up singing right I don't know it's like right. everything was overwhelming if that makes sense and how do you 
and you just kind of have to figure it out for yourself. You just got to do it. Did you feel like you adjusted well? I feel like, I don't know. No, I don't think, I think that maybe everyone around me thought I adjusted well in college, maybe, but I, I did not adjust well in college. I feel like you'd probably be very good at like faking it. I think I definitely faked it. Like I, I think that maybe like some people who knew me really, really well, like maybe only three people in college, like who really, really knew me would be like, yeah, she was not fully like there with us, but I think overall I did good. Did you, uh, do you ever think about if you ever have kids one day, like no shot for homeschooling i mean never say never but like no probably not what are your like what do your parents say now in retrospect talking about it i mean we don't really talk about it's the thing like it's never like let's talk about our how we grew up like it's like a done deal like it's over um but i don't know it's it kind of it's a done deal it's over so we don't really talk about it but i think like I also like, you know, my mom didn't work like she we were very fortunate that she just, you know, quit her job when my oldest sister got like to a certain age. And it's like, you know, that's not going to be me regardless right. of financial situation. Like, oh, got to work. You know what I mean? Like, that's just my personality. Um, Yeah, but we don't like we just don't talk about it. like it right. was just, I can't imagine that coming up. Like, let's talk about how we were homeschooled. But I will say. When things do come up about like dress codes when we were younger or Mm. women who were teachers that we like, like me and my sister, like kind of have a vendetta against our like youth group leaders. And like when those come up, like we do not shy away. We're like, yeah, those people were like really fucked up, weren't they? Why? Wait, wait, give me an example. They were just like, I mean, (laughs) like, give me a good one. Okay. I'll I'll give you one. But like, honestly, like not to be this person, but be that person. The, uh, podcast my sister's on like the last 15 minutes like there's a lot there last 20 minutes we like go hard on okay. people who grew up but like for example like um like in our youth group they were like if you wear a tank top like or they would they gave the men permission the men the boys the children the boys permission that if a girl like was dressed a certain way and she like made you like st- stumble feel uncomfortable that you could like call her out Maybe not like publicly, like that would be inappropriate, but like you could like, you know, talk to someone. They would sit her down and be like, hey. Yeah. Or like talk to a leader and like go like tell her that she needs to change. And like I I remember one vividly because, you know, like I was younger. So like maybe the way I'm saying it, but when I was younger, I remember them like getting on the mic and being like this one girl, blah, 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 blah. The way she dressed today really honored God. And it's like, well, you know, she's wearing like (laughs) cargo pants. like. You know, look at the way her shoulder, you can't see her shoulders. Yeah. And it's like, ever. it's like, you know, we're in the middle of Texas heat. Like we're wearing, I'm tall. Like I'm not going to find yeah, long yeah. pants. Um, and like, you know, they were just, you know, there was one time like my, my uh, uncle died uh, while I was at a church retreat and I was crying because it happened. And like one of the women in the youth group, like took a picture of me crying didn't comfort me and then put it in like a slideshow of like, look at how moved all the students were at the, like, it was just like, so <laughs> one time one of the leaders in the youth group, like pulled my hair. Cause I was on my phone, like full on pulled my hair. I like went, I was so shocked. I started crying. I was like 17. I like went home, came back with my parents. Like we had a conversation with them. And then I told another leader, like not like girls, like another leader. And then that leader who pulled my hair was like, I heard you were gossiping to like the other moms about me. Like, it's just crazy. Do you, you know what I mean? Oh, like I like, go on and like, on. It's like worlds that I don't, it's, it's beyond been, because yeah. it's also like it's a mentality. It comes down to like like the things that the actual physical like events are what they are. But it's the mentality that's just very different. It's the mentality that's very different. And it's like also funny because like I mean, I even had things in college with like I had things in college where like professors 
and I think there were a lot of kids there. Maybe their upbringings were different, but like they were as they were as naive as me. Like we had a professor who would like tell us to lose weight. Like I, he told me to get a boob job. Like these professors would like say these no things. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, 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 and on. you know, I like stood there and took it. I stood there and wait, took it. This is. He told you. No, to get a it's boob like job? see what I'm saying. It's like beyond. It's wait, like, but that's also just like. Period. Sexual harassment. Well, weird. Well, wait, wait, hold also on. just weird. That's like, also just not like a oh, like I'm from a small thing. Like that's just <laughs> No, that's like weird. But like the thing about it is like when you're Wait, is he like did you do we get him canceled and fired? And no, I mean I've tried. Um, but I think like uh I think like uh the thing about it is like uh you know I don't know. It's interesting because it's like, you know, day to day you don't think about this. Like I don't think about that like the weird youth group leaders who were like not nice to me in my youth and made me feel weird for wearing a tank top. No, that's um. But then you like think back on these stories and you're like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's actually fucking insane. No, it's insane. I know, and I, I'm sure you have like, <laughs> like I can't relate on like. Well, I think some of it's like sometimes I I think like more people comment on girls' body. Except I will course. say that people are really starting to comment on men's body. Like yeah, they <laughs> like the height stuff and things like that. It's like oh, um no yeah no they they really violate. The I short don't want kings. it to swing both ways. I want it to just stop. You know what I mean? But I am saying like. No, I, really? I, I like no, you know no, what I mean. It's so hard being a, a guy. No, thank you. It's so like much. so hard being no, a man. Like, like being a straight white male is so difficult. But like anytime I put like a question on my Instagram, like I immediately regret it because like all the comments are like, "You ugly!" Like fix your body. Like, <laughs> like I get so many comments like that. But aren't these supposed to be like stoolies that are? No, of course. Like <laughs> they follow Barstool Smoke Show. Like what they have to see is some fake titties. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what they they like are literally like fake titties, please. <laughs> They literally live for that shit. They live for it. Wait, give me a sec. Walter, I just want to... Are all of them working the right way? Because I couldn't see. I, I was trying to just make sure. Yeah, they're all good. They're all good. Okay. We're all good. We're all good. Um, anyway. Yeah, no, it's... um. What a world. No, what a world. I think, like... You see, at know, least you have, you, have, you have character from it. Definitely. It builds character. It does. And, like, you know, you don't think about it. Wait, so some of... Because now I'm just thinking about some of... Uh, what was I rewatching the other day? I was watching... good. Good lot of PB and Slay. Oh my god, got, love. A, got a few. I was trying to get a little dose of different episodes, Man. and then I was watching um, your Barstool Idol. Oh, okay, cool. Very well done. What did you watch? Which which I, parts? I just watched. No, for the Barstool Idol, I watched the. Um, I pointed there because I watched. I know. It on I TV. was like, "Where is it?" <laughs> Imagine you start playing. That's it. a lighthouse. Um, <laughs> um, That's a gorgeous stock image. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was the one where you. Were there, I guess there were multiple, maybe it was like the first or last. I don't was know it the works. keyboard? You were playing the piano. Yes, that's the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which looked very, speaking of like guy, girl dynamics, very intimidating. It was like 10 of all the Barstool dudes. You know, they like, they like and actually. you're singing about like dicks and I'm like, and I'm watching this. I'm like, she has honestly like respect because like, I don't know if like I could do that in front of. You want to know what's weird? Actually, this is a question for you. I feel like. I obviously there's like a thought like uh, that men are funnier than women. Like it's like a very common thought. And then there was this TikTok going around where it's like women characterize people who are funny as people who can make them laugh. But men characterize people who are funny as people who laugh at their jokes. And I feel like and maybe this is like me internalizing, but I feel like it is so hard as a woman to be funny in front of a guy. Like my girlfriends, like I got them giggling, yeah. but it's really hard sometimes. Just, and like when I bomb in front of like men, it's not that I care more that it's guys, but it, it feels like it's like so. You know, do you feel that way about women? I 
<laughs> or no? Like- <laughs> no, no, no. I think so. I'm trying to think how. I think it's interesting. I what I've noticed. I don't think I personally pay attention to it. Like, oh, is like like how much the like the gender plays into the the level of funniness but what i do notice though is i feel like you guys almost have to prove that you're funny before like more so than a man like a guy comic would have to prove that he's funny yeah and it right? also so like so like it would it would sorry. so i don't mean to, not sorry, me I mean, interrupting you i'm sorry it's like i i think like when i watch female comics i almost you can almost like or like if I'm if I'm at a comedy club right and it'll be like you know alternate yeah. between female and male comics it feels like they unfortunately have to like almost prove themselves before you can kind of like the guys in the room get comfortable to to say oh she's funny yeah I also that think it's sense. funny like you said female and male comics it's like no it's female comics and comics you know what I mean like oh, I've never yeah. heard male comics or like male comedians right. it's always like female comedians and yeah. comedians which like. You yeah, know, that's like that's not point. the hill to die on for me, although I do think it's like interesting. Yeah. Um uh but uh yeah, I think like um I don't feel necessarily that way in front of a crowd always. Um, but I also do a lot of musical comedy, which I think like helps a lot. But I do feel that way around male comedians. Like I'd go to open mics and like oh. some of their friends are doing jokes and it's like this is garbage and you guys are laughing so hard and then like I would go up and do some of like my maybe still like some of my best jokes and like no one laughs complete silence and it's Mm. like I like I'm sorry like that's not true (laughs) and like maybe you don't find me funny and that's definitely fine but I I do I feel that way a lot in life like I feel and I feel like that was the thing about Barstool that was really scary was like all of the guys are so so nice like I have not like you know nothing to write HR about. Um, but, uh, it is like, you know, especially since like they had it with the yak, which like, I think it's so funny that they had it with the yak and the yak is so great, but, um, there is one girl on the yak now, Kate, but like there wasn't then we didn't, we actually talked about it at the end of Barstool Idol. Um, I don't know. I think Roan like asked a question about it, but he was like, you guys didn't interact with any female talent Mm. at Barstool during Barstool Idol. Like, how do you guys feel about that? And it's like, I mean, it was great that they acknowledged it. And also like, you know, I don't know. Like it's, I'm, I got the job. Like I'm, I'm not, right. I'm, I don't think that there was any like sexism there, but it is, it was just daunting to be like all of these boys. Like, Well, I think it's also interesting to your, to your first point. Um, because like, even when you're talking about TikTok and stuff, I feel like I've seen a bunch of these TikToks where it's like, they, there's a lot of guys that are like, they'll make TikToks about how like whichever ex comp ex female comic is not funny. You know, yeah. you would never see that like like they would never make a TikTok about how like ex Bill Burr. Right. Is not funny. Like Yeah. And I think like I think like also, you know, there are benefits from that because I think like the industry is more interested in female comedians mm. because they want to level the playing field. Right. And it's like, oh like maybe we could add a female in here and maybe like success is you know, a little bit easier if you're in different flavor that Netflix doesn't have a thousand, you know, what it things of, but like in, like, I feel like, you know, it's hard to make, when I was doing open mics, like I felt like I was, could not make a friend, like could not. Well, I think it also sucks that the first thing that they're looking at is, oh, is, is your gender as opposed yeah. to how funny you are? No, because like, like who the fuck, percent. like who the, like a yeah. funny joke is a funny joke. I don't care if it's comes from like anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I completely agree. So like, I think that's, that's kind of, 
what I hope would change. It's like, let's judge yeah. you first on what you, how you are as a comedian, like male, female, trans, whatever Definitely. other, like that, that's secondary to, to the, to the actual art. Definitely. And I think like we experience life so different between like gender race. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, my life experience, even if like my personality is very similar, my life experience is going to be very different than like, um, a black trans man. Right. Um, like we're just going to have very different jokes, honestly, like any sex jokes are going to be mild, crazy different. Okay. Or, but I would also argue though, in a lot of ways, I feel like at the end of the day, whether, even if it's a black trans man, if it's a good joke, you guys are both, you guys are both equally going to laugh at it and you guys are both going to relate to it in a different way. Completely agree. I completely agree with you. Like a good joke's a good joke, regardless of who said it or like where it comes from, but our perspectives on life will be different. And like some, like if we're talking, you know, sex jokes, the sex jokes will be different and come from a different place. And I think that's why it's like really boring when shows are stacked with the same type of people, um, regardless of what that person is, like regardless if it's like an all female show or like, you know, any show in New York where it's like all guys, because um, uh, I I think it's really boring because it's like, well, we're just going to hear, I mean, different personalities, different people, different some people have mental illnesses, some people, whatever, like, well, they're all mental illnesses. What am I yeah. saying? Um, but it, it's, isn't that the prereq to be a comic? No, literally you have to be insane. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but like, I, you know, it's, it's just, it's, you know, there's, I'm not going to write the same joke as like a, a, you know, trans person. And I, I, you know, probably, I don't know. It makes a show way more interesting to have a lot of diversity on a show. What do way you, more when did you like want to break into the, comedic world oh what like I don't know I think that I uh didn't realize that I wanted to I knew that I always wanted to be funny and I did like improv in college and like uh stuff like that um and I tried to be funny but I didn't realize that like I wanted to be I loved SNL I loved Tina Fey I love Amy Poehler and um I just loved comedy and I took a class my senior year where a bunch of people wrote like we wrote like uh, this is how you know it was theater school. We wrote like inspirational things to each person in the class. Like if there's like 15 kids in the class, you wrote 15 letters. Yeah, it's crazy. And a lot of mine said you're gonna be on SNL one day, even though I didn't like do any. I think that people just thought I was funny when I talked. Like I remember one time someone was like, you should do stand up like when I was just like I I took on the role as the entertainer in conversation, Mm. but I never like. You know, I didn't do any, I never booked a funny role in college. I never, uh, I don't think the teachers thought I was funny. I don't, I never wrote anything. Um, Did you think you were funny? Um, I think there was potential. I didn't think I was like killer, but I knew when I was killing, if that makes sense. And I was also best friends in college with the funniest person. Oh, really? Like I was best friends with the funniest guy on campus. What's his name? His name is Casey. And he was like literally killed like any room it was like Casey's here like you know what I mean it was like give him the microphone so I don't I think like you know living in that shadow of like your best friends with the funniest person um you're never gonna be you're always gonna be like oh man I wish I could like but then 2020 when the panda uh the um like you know know, there was was a pandemic there was a pandemic um in 2020 I don't know if you heard about it (laughs) no um it didn't happen in Texas I mean but um we were messed off uh but when 2020 hit I, you know, was like, well, I'm rereading Tina's Faye's book again. I do want to be on SNL. Like, that is a dream. And, like, my other dreams that I was pursuing, which was, like, musical theater and, like, acting, like, you know, obviously they're all at a halt. There's no way to, like, do that. So I just, like, you know, got bored and started making videos and doing stand-up. And then, so you first, so after college, 
you said, I'm living the dream. I'm living the dream. I'm going to New York City. I'm, yes. do, I'm doing this shit. Yes. With a plan or no plan? Um, what do you mean by plan? So like where you're like, okay, I'll do this. I'm, I'm going to do this for a year. And then the goal is like that in five years. And yeah. in the meantime, I'll be working as a waitress to I guess that's fund this goal. Yeah, I guess it wasn't. I had a soft plan. Like I think like when I moved to New York, I was like, okay, I'm going to waitress. I'm going to audition during the day. I'm going to waitress at night. Did you know anybody here? Uh, yeah, there were kids from my school okay. who also moved here. But like no, like no one who, who like lived here for more than like two years before me. And I was like, okay, I'm going to audition in the morning, waitress at night. And I was like, I'll just get something. Like I'm so ambitious and I work mm -hmm. so hard. Like I'll get it. And um, okay, I have a really big tip if you're like in your 20s. You have so much energy. I'm like 26. I'm not like old. But like 20, like two to like 24, you have so much energy. Do not waste it on the like... I wish I was writing then because it's like you got to make your own stuff. Like no one can tell you no. Mm -hmm. You're your only person telling you. Like your show. No one can tell you you can't have a show. You have a show. Yeah. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I wasted all of that energy I had in 22, 23, and 24. Wait. No. 24. I turned 24 in the pandemic. I wasted all that energy like auditioning for musicals and waitressing and going to like uh, classes with casting directors. And it's like I wish I had wasted that like making videos and doing stand-up. Mm. Because, like, no one could tell me no. You know what I mean? I feel like I could be further. And then, well, so, because I can already tell, like, the ambition is, it's vibrant. Like, have you always been this kind of ambitious or hardworking or? I think I always knew. Um, I never, I don't know. I think I've always, no, I have no idea. I think I, I was always uh, hardworking. But it's like kind of the thing, like get I would always get an A. Like I don't know if I said that on air. Yeah, or but not. there's like I know it's people. Like I always work to the goal. Yeah, but I know people that always tried to always wanted to get an A, but their ambition was a little bit limited in terms of like like they didn't shoot for the stars. They shot for where they shot for the A that they knew they could get. They didn't shoot for like the A plus 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 plus. You know what? I would say I would say I don't accept defeat. Yeah. I would say that that's the difference. I think that there's people who are a lot more talented than me. That I think there's people who actually work harder than me. Well, there's definitely people who work harder than me. There's definitely people who are more talented than me. And there's people like, I think the only difference is like, I, I don't think I'll ever accept defeat. Like, I think I'll, like, I'll be here. What would defeat look like? Mm, like, I don't know. Just being like, you know what? <laughs> no. Like, I think I'm just going to be cool with whatever I was yeah. given. Like, I agree. That's like, I think that's when you die. Yeah. But also it's like kind of when you start living maybe because some people are like, you know, oh, I wasn't wait. supposed to be an actor. Like, I was supposed to be a, a salesperson. No, I don't know. You know what I mean? I think that I was supposed to go back to school and get my master's and now teach philosophy. Like that's what I was supposed to do. Yeah. But it feels like then you're settling for something you're not, you don't, you don't actually want. How do you but, figure out what you actually want? No, I know. No, I completely, exactly. Because like you saying that like, well then is me stopping auditioning for Broadway? Is that settling? Because now like I don't do that. I mean, I eventually will do it again because, like, that's, like, my dream. But do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. is so I, I don't know. It's, like, I think life leads you down a path. But if you want to be on another path, then get off the path you're on. Like, what are you doing? Turn around. And I realize, too, it's, like, sometimes you just got to put, like, this sounds so corny. Holy fuck. I might, Go for it. I might, I might throw up. Okay. But, like. <laughs> don't do it on me. No, I won't. You're a little far. Yeah. Um. 
No, but I kind of feel like sometimes when things feel extremely daunting, it's just like you got to put like one foot in front of the other. You know, like that's li- like it sounds yes. so corny, but like that's really that. Like, I don't know. I feel like in the things that everything that I've done, it's always like, I don't know. I just you have to start somewhere, you know? Yeah, I would say like that. That is it. I think like you're you don't have to do a lot. You don't even have to like do more than anyone else. You just like have to like do something or scary. do a lot. You want to know what actually is corny? Tell me. Do something oh. every day that scares you. Oh my god! And so that weird. is like kind of what I'm getting at. So what did you do today that scares you? Um, let me think. I, I put on my story. Okay, so I like make a lot of funny songs. That's like mm-hmm. my my shtick. Yeah. Um, but before that, I made a lot of like serious, sad, like I'm really sad. Pick, called the police. I'm so sad yeah. kind of music, like mm-hmm. straight up, like, is this girl okay? Like right, get right. her on medication. <laughs> um, and I wanted to start doing that again. Like I feel like I listen to Taylor Swift and I'm like, wow, like that part of me is still there and it feels like I'm not feeding it. But now that I have a quote unquote platform, I think it'd be really embarrassing to like start making music again. That's like, sometimes I look at the stars and wonder why was I born? Like, you know, it's like so embarrassing. But like, you know, I'm still writing that music. I produce my own funny music. Like it's not impossible for me to make music. It would just like cost, you know, it would cost me time. Um, But I put on my story, I was like, are any music producers around? And I like, I'm making steps, like doing the thing that scares me, which is Mm. posting like sad music. What like, so SNL would be like the dream. Okay, can we? It'd be pause, one of the pause, dreams. On, There's a lot of dreams. Hold on, can we manifest a little SNL right now? Okay, yeah, yeah. We can how do manifest. you how do you manifest? Like, let's do like a. You just like sit how do there I and think mani- about it? No, I don't think that's how you man. Is that how you manifest? I don't know. Do you manifest? Like I try, but I don't know if I'm ever like. I don't know if I'm doing it the right way. You know what I mean? Okay, I don't I think, think there's a wrong way to do it. Okay, so let's let's try one way. Okay, what's the way? Wait, why don't you do? You teach me your manifest. I'll teach you my manifest. Wait, but I don't feel like I have like one. Manifest. Well, how did you manifest this the studio? It's a fucking headache. The studio. Mm, how did I manifest? Okay, actually. Yeah, go for it. Now I, I can give you a good answer. I wanted, I really wanted to use specifically this space. I won't reveal why you know, but yeah. one of the reasons of yeah, where it's located. Yeah. So that people don't come in. It's right next to a really great place where you could get storage to take places. That's why. Exactly. That's super, super descriptive. It's um, so great. So, I don't know why he dropped you off there. But anyways. No, the Uber uh, basically just dropped me off at like yeah, a random store. Yeah, and I was like, store. wait, I think she's getting kidnapped. Um, <laughs> so, no, so I, I kind of was like, I need money to do this. Yeah. And so then I was like reaching out to sponsors or past sponsors. And then I was like, I just need one. I just need one. So I, I wasn't like I sat down and was like, but it was more like, okay, I just need one to say yes yeah. at this specific You only rate. need one. That's and it. then we can figure out the rest. And that's kind of how it worked. And then literally like I was going through like, the, I don't know, I was just kind of going through a little existential crisis and then I get an email and they're Every like- Every day of my life. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, this was like- Not doing well. No, I feel you. Yeah. We can talk about that in a sec. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and so then it, it kind of like, I got the email. They were like, hey, yeah, we'll do this. And then that sponsor, that really, like I, without them, I couldn't have done this. So- that in a it's way, amazing. that in a way was like I guess the manifestation. Um, like if you sit there and you think about it hard enough. Yeah, I don't know the people who sit and think about it. Like, I I think it's similar to you. Like you need one yes, and I think like yeah. it's funny the yes you get because it's like not the yes you would have ever thought. Right. So like I feel like um, I think like every audition I did when I was like trying to audition was like 
me being like, hey, hey, I think like, you know, there was a time earlier this year that I bought like a thing full of agents and managers and like emailed them my five minute stand up set and emailed them all my information. Like those were all of like, you know, me calling the sponsors. Um, I've applied to a lot of jobs at a lot of media companies that also do like original content. Um, none of them as big as Barstool, <laughs> like none of them as good as Bar- or would pay me anywhere near what Barstool pays me. So I'm happy they all said no. Um, and so like, yeah, it's like all of those things too. Like those are my versions of that. And then you get one, you get your sponsor. Like I got, I got Barstool and now it's like everyone who didn't say yes is like, yeah. what's up? Yeah. Like, you know what <laughs> I mean? Now so people are setting me up with like, you know, their managers. Now people are like wanting to like, you know what I mean? Like, do you, where I, where I honestly admire you is like, I think not enough people in our age demographic or I guess people in general, I think they struggle a lot with hearing all the no's. Like whenever I, that's what yeah. I try to tell like. I'm not immune to it at all. Like it gets to you. Yeah, but you get used to it. Yeah, but see, but see like that, cold that enough. You take cold showers? No, I've like tried. They're so painful. I <laughs> no, can't get used to it. I can't get war- used to it. Wait, <laughs> whenever I see these videos, it's like, wake up and take a cold shower. I'm like, literally, no, I'm going to take the warmest shower. Let like, me tell you, I was like so depressed like this summer, like really sad. Down horrific. Really bad. Like, and I'm, I'm like, I'm, I am some, like, I'm not like, ugh, I was sad. Like, no, no, no. I was like really down to it. Was there, well. was there a reason? Do you no, want, do you just share? like, you know, just clinically depressed. I was so bad. And I went to the beach and I ran into the cold ocean. I was fine. I'm telling you, a cold no shower. Oh, so shit works? It really works. And I saw this girl too who takes ice baths every day during winter to keep away like uh, her seasonal depression. It straight up works. During winter? Yeah. So actually the cold showers, I highly recommend. Even wait, so have you... T- so you don't- <laughs> no, I don't know. Are you kidding me? It's insane. Wait, so like you just wait to get down real low, hop in the ocean, come right back up or take a really quick... I like forced myself to get in the water, but I, I just am Did saying that... Did you run the- into the water? Yeah. The cold showers, all I'm saying is that they do work. I get why people do them. It was that quick and you felt it like mentally you're just like, okay, we're back. A little bit, yeah. It's like a workout. It's the same thing people say about workouts. Hmm. Like run a few miles and like you're like, whoa, like I feel way better. But I think back to my, I mean. Ran, that was so random. No, no, no. But, no, but to my point, I think what I think is amazing about just hearing your story is like you, there's a lot of people that I know that I think are really smart and really talented the one area that they might struggle with is more like when they get a no or they get a rejection mm-hmm. or any type of obstacle, then they just kind of pivot a little too much and then they kind of like stray away. And I think also like, it's so corny because everybody says it, but like I do think like the whole social media thing does play a role where it's like you see your friends succeeding, right? Or like, and I feel like even at being at a place oh, like Barstool- it's all can, a lie. Oh, 100%. It's all a lie. Every time I've ever, wait, finish what you're gonna say. I've well, 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 cause like I feel like even, I would imagine even at Barstool as- seemingly amazing as it's been for you which is um, which is awesome i think it could also be hard when you see like a coworker or someone else indirectly not because you're yeah. like that of like oh my god why am i not like that but more just like every day it's like the constant comparison the numbers it's the, like why the do followers. they have so many why followers? do they have i think like followers is like it's so corny it's the problem with followers is it puts a number on your worth right and I think like it's actually like I, I get followers also like without like followings, you know what I mean? Without like your following, I'm sure like, you know, sponsors would be right. harder to get. Of and so like I definitely understand like the and also like those people built that following. Like the people at my work who have a lot of followers, they built that. And I totally respect that. And I think that's amazing. But it's really hard with following because we do put our self-worth on it. And there is like one of like the most popular musical comedians right now who has a Netflix special. She doesn't have that many followers. 
What's her name? Her name's Kat Cohen. She has very popular. She has a Netflix special. And every time I look at her Instagram, I follow her because, you know, I obviously want to follow her like the biggest musical comedian female right now. Like truly, like she's a big deal. And like she doesn't have many followers. And it always blows my mind because it reminds me, I hope, <laughs> there's no way Kat Cohen's probably going to hear this, but it, like, you know, she doesn't know me. But like, it reminds me that like, I'm not really chasing after followers. I'm chasing my dreams. Um, I'm so inspirational. And <laughs> she's like a great example of that to me. Like she's in rooms with incredible people. She's in movies with like straight up movie stars. Like she's doing incredible things. And it's like, she's not caught up on the social media aspect of it. What? So then how, what's your metric of success or not? Is it just based off of gut feeling of how you feel about yourself? No, I wish it was. That would be so much easier. I think it's more of like, wow, I don't know. I, I do... <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be honest, like money is a big part of that. Like mm. the financial freedom that I have from my job now is really life changing. Like it's not even like I make a ton, a ton of money. It's more of just like the fact that like not having to have another job right? and also like not even thinking about rent, things like that. You know, I'm, I'm working really hard on a podcast. I don't have time. I can send some, get some Uber Eats. Like, you know, that is incredible success. Um, I really sound like a really weird person for saying that, but that is just well, probably no. the biggest like weight off my shoulders just as someone who like did like waitress and nanny for so long. But I, man, I think like if you feel like you're doing everything you can, that's like actually like um realistic for your like end goal, your five, 10 year goal. Like I think that that is success. And even if like you're not reaping that much benefit out of it right now, like you will. But like, how? so how do you gauge do you equate happiness with success? The success that I just defined, yes. Okay. But I do know that there's people who are successful who are unhappy. Right. But they're like, you know, maybe they're financially successful. They're, you know, famous or something like that. But you definitely can be unhappy and be famous. But I find it hard to believe that you're unhappy and creatively fulfilled. That's what I meant. What I was explaining before. Unhappy. Okay. Creatively fulfilled, I think, is successful. Do you feel like you're creatively fulfilled right now? I think like I have been. And right now I think I'm like 80% there. But what is that? Why 80%? What? I think I've let some of my passion projects and some of my like, um, not even passion projects, some of my like projects that I really want to get done. I think I've ignored them to get like more things done pro productivity wise. Hmm. So like, I think like, I mean, Christmas is a part of that too. So I think like, I feel like a little bit of lack of inspiration right now, but like when I'm like writing a lot more, like I feel like that feels creatively successful. What would you... Not that I know anything. I'm not even like successful. I just feel like from my point... Well, no, point, but I think that a lot of people can look at like you and say, okay, so you've only been at Barstool for like four or five months, right? Yeah. Five, six. July something, 10th maybe. Like you're going out and doing it. Like that, that's where you have to give at least yourself a little I think bit of credit that's there success, too. Yeah. Right. Going like that down. enough, like you, the, the feeling of like laying on your pillow and like feeling tired because you were working uh, for me personally, like, I think that's a good feeling. Yeah. You're I like, definitely okay, do. I just grind my ass off. Good. Yeah. Or even just like being proud of something like, yeah, just being like you posted that and it's like, doesn't even matter how many views you got on it. Like you're like, I'm really proud of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm not like. I don't know. You're, if you clip this and I look like a CEO, I look like a boss, girl, girl boss. A, I a apologize. Girl, if I'm like, this is the key to success. Wait, no, this is this is good. We'll make you. <laughs> yeah, do not clip me to make me a girl boss. But I will say, like, Why from not? my time. You don't want to be a girl boss. No, I am a girl boss, but yeah. I, don't, I can't let the world know that. Oh, it's like a secret. You're keeping it like low key. Yeah.
No, but like you're giving away all the secrets right now. But There's the, like some girl wild. in what's the town that you're from? Plano. Plano. Plano, Texas. Plano, Texas. There's a girl right now who's homeschooled in Plano, Texas, and she's listening to this. Oh my god, like, no, she's not. And yes, no she, actually, no. Her parents are probably like feeding her like Christian Bibles, like as a snack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. Um, there was someone I was like on the act one time talking about like my Christian basketball team, and like someone did DM me and was like, I played at the other. Dallas Christian basketball team. Oh my god! It was like it's so funny listening to you, and it's like it's crazy to think like I don't know. You probably feel that way about your alma mater. You're like, wow, there's people there right now who are like, yeah, but your your alma mater is cooler than my alma mater. Wow, that is quite a sentence. I mean, it's a it's a good story. It's definitely more interesting. But it's only because it's different. Like, it doesn't mean yeah. it's actually cooler. It's more, it's like when something's okay, different, fair. it's like, oh, we want to hear that. Like, it's different. You know what I mean? It's just like, I'm sure that there's not a lot of people that were within your crew of homeschooled kids that are now living in New York City at a media company making content. Yeah, like none. Or even like the New York City part. I don't know if there's anyone from my high school that lives in New York City now. That's what I'm saying. Like, my little sister al- lives here. That alone, how old is your little sister? She's 23. She, what does she do? She is in computer sales. Yeah. Is she girl bossing? She is a girl boss, yeah. She bosses so hard. <laughs> yeah, like a girl. <laughs> Wait. How many? So you have, it's five of you. There's five of me. We're, yeah. we're, five There's five of me. I'm a basketball team. <laughs> Wait, so we're, the other three are? Um, my older sister uh, lives in Austin. My second sister lives in Spain. And then my brother also lives in Austin. Spain? Where'd she just went. She was like, "I need to get the fuck." Yeah, out of she loves to travel. She's like, "I gotta get out." She travels a lot. She was like, "These sickos over here in Texas, we're out of here. Yeah, we're going like, far, bah, far." Bah. Yeah. You don't have any Texas accent. I was thinking. My dad has a Philly accent, though. So, like, there was a lot to. But none of my parents are from Texas. Do you say y'all? I've had, I used I've had a to. weird obsession with y'all recently. I used to say y'all. I don't say it. Anymore. It's a fantastic word. Yeah. Yeah. The way you said that was like very like yeah. European. Like. It's a it's a great no. <laughs> That's what you said. I've been because one, yeah, one of my one of my friends went to school in Scotland and yeah. he came back with some of this this um this we just we both like I know <laughs> readjusted at the same time. Um, he came back with all this like British English slang, and then when I get comfortable, I just start using it because I've been with him. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. No, I know what you're saying. I think like also like what podcast you listen to like says a lot about like your lingo. Like we like really do copy each other. Like the way we talk. You know what I mean? Whoever you're around is how you talk. No, I know. And it's that's like, why you can't hang out with people who, like, say bad words. Oh. Like, you know, the type of words I'm talking about. <laughs> like, no, like, bitch. No. No, that's not what I meant. You guys knew what I meant. <laughs> no, talk, tell me, Caroline. Yeah, like, those words. Those words. No, seriously, though, like, you can't. Like, you you copy the lingo. You can't. No, side note, though, I was just thinking, because I didn't want to, like, bring it up, but I kind of wanted to bring it up. Okay, go for it. Because you made a joke about it, like, earlier. Did you see? Did I see? And this happened just a few hours ago while I was I was recording something else. This new Kanye got worse today. Okay, so okay, no, like before. Okay, I wait. didn't see all. I didn't see Can't all of it. To watch together. Okay, it's bad. I saw him on Alex Jones, and he says every person has something good to add, especially Hitler. No, well, clip that and make it look like I said that. <laughs> um, no, I I did I did see. I guess I saw that clip. It was wait, like is this the tea? Minutes. Caroline likes Hitler. Ten seconds. Oh my god, no. Sorry. Could not okay. be caught dead with Wait, Hitler. Seriously. Hold on, hold on. That was a bad joke. Um it was bad. It was no, it's so, bad. It, it was like 
see like there's other things you can say like you can maybe try to find a little con this was just like i was watching i watched it with walter and i was like dude this is bad it's bad i think like it's also interesting uh conversation but michael jackson and um R. Kelly. Well, I think R. Kelly were kind of like, obviously, we don't listen to his music. But it's an interesting conversation. Like, do we listen to these people's music still? Or are we done? Okay, wait. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. Like, you won't judge me? Yeah, go for it. Michael Jackson. I mean, bangers. No, I know. Fucking And he's bang. not even alive and anymore. No, that so it's not like he's getting the money. But I personally am so turned off. Okay, honestly, the one... Kanye West is going to be the hardest one. He had the best music oh by my God. far. Wait. Wait. Okay, wait. We'll talk after today. Be honest. Don't... Yeah. Not because there's a camera. Are you still going to listen to Kanye after today? That's the question I'm asking. Can I, I kind of don't I, know. Can I be honest? Oh, you want to know what? I'm not going to listen to anything new. I'm not going to listen to anything new. No, but you're going to listen. You're gonna if it comes on at I a knew. bar and I'm not. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Sounds like Kanye. If it's like Kanye comes on. No, while I was at Sephora, they were playing uh, Sometimes Love, Love Knocks You Down. Oh, yeah. You. But Very Kanye awesome. has the, what if we blast off to NASA? <laughs> you was always a cheerleader hey, of my hey, dreams. It only hey. seemed to date. What if, and we can't listen to Kanye anymore, but what if I wrapped all of his verses oh then we could listen to it again and we could listen to it again and we it's like wait, wait, taylor you, swift you, wait, taylor swift re-record albums wait you might you know what taylor swift re-records what if i re-recorded all of kanye's music hold on hold on this might be the solution yeah so like how taylor swift re-records all of her albums i'll re-record all of kanye west's albums no, and a... then you guys can all listen to kanye west still and but feel you. totally i won't say the n-word though no i won't no no of course no, not. i but, would never do but but then it's you and then you get all the money and then you're rich and then we're in your mansion. And then, and you, then can you can, me. and you can and listen to it. Cause you're like, it's a girl, like it's a girl. We're like supporting a, a local artist. She's a female. She's not an industry plant. And also I want to say, I would never say that N word. And one time I got an audition, uh, like wanted, a year ago, they wanted you to say it. They want, it was for a, no, 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 seriously. Oh this God, is wait, real. This is so interesting. So what and do you I, do? Okay. So it was for, uh, Viacom. It was like a sketch. It was like for comedy central, which like, obviously like should be right. My alley. I should be like, yeah. But it was like this like skit where like they needed me to say the N-word like five times. And I, I was like, I'm not auditioning for it. I was like, I can't do that. Wait, so they expected you to say it? In the audition. And then to record it. And then like it seems like Are you it was out like of your, wait. Yeah, no, exactly. I was like, am I getting punked? Like, is this a quiz? No, and I like I emailed but they them knew and I was that like, you were like blonde white girl? No, yeah, that's what they were looking for. They sent it to a bunch and, of actors. And then that was the script. That was Yeah. That is, that's actually insane. No, I and Viacom, know. Okay, I know. And somebody. you want to know what? It didn't even pay that good. It didn't even pay that good. It was like five hundred dollars. You want me to say the for, N word for, for five hundred dollars? Literally dance like, on the at street least for like ten k. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. One million, I'll say it once. No, no but no, yeah, go no. Get me good for life, so I don't, don't have to work anymore because I'm not going to get any work. Wait, no, but that's insane. No, it's you know, crazy. Wait, you know what's crazier? One of my, one of my, uh, oof. A really good friend of mine. Um, My ex-lover. Like. No, 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 it's not that. Um, her, oh, this is a brutal one. I hope she doesn't listen to this. You can always cut it out. She, yeah, I know. If was, you don't like it, yeah. I do, I like cut I know out somebody, so much. Of my I, you know what I'm going to do? You know what, this, I know somebody who works yeah. at Viacom uh, in the censorship department and I know she would never, ever ask anybody. It was a Fenty Beauty. Oh no, so she's not, she's on more of like the, but she does, it's, it was a skit by about, Viacom about about Fenty Beauty. It's so crazy because she's on the she's on the Comedy Central side too. You should ask her. I could find the script for you in my email. That is wild. No, it was crazy. It was like the the sketch was. I mean, like wait, someone's trying to set you up. Maybe an ex you like that you broke their heart. No, it was like from my agent. Like my agent at the time, like sent it to me. It was a 
Okay, so it was a skit, and like you know how Fenty, well, you might not know this, but like Fenty Beauty is Rihanna's brand, and the big thing about Fenty Beauty is it comes Wait, in every I, shade. I knew that. It oh, comes not, in every not, shade. Not the every shade. Because especially for um like dark, dark skinned women, like there's really only two like black I shades love for Fenty. Yeah, that. like I am her. Um, there's only like two right. like foundations for like uh women with uh dark pigment on their skin, and like if you have very dark skin, you have to like you know be okay with the caramel color that doesn't match your skin. You know what I mean? There's no shade for you. So Rihanna had, like, it was a big deal. Rihanna made this thing. And um, the skit was like Fenty Beauty uh, N-word collection. And if you get stopped by the police, you could put on this white color and it would make you There's white. There's no way they did this. No, I can send you the script. Wait, it's, I'm so curious. I really want to see it. But It was like, if this was the Chappelle show... That's one thing. Yeah. But to have me say it, like, what are you thinking? Like, if Chappelle was saying right. it and oh, dress, like, white chicks, that's fine. Oh, of course. But, like, me? You want me to do that for $500? No Wait, way. And your agent thought this was a good idea? Uh, she's just all about that check. You know what I mean? <laughs> respect the hustle, you know? I respect her hustle, yeah. She's all about that check, yeah. No, like, how imba- Like, no, you have to, I have to terrible. record that? That's terrible. Like, I have to set up a ring light. I have to put my phone on the ring <laughs> and light. And you're like, okay, here, let's... I have to click And then record, you have to get into it, too. And then I have to... Yeah, and then I have to act it... Like, and I have to memorize it. And then I have to... Like, that is... Like, there's so many steps to say no. You know what I mean? You're like, damn, for $500. Yeah, I was like, just go find a drunk chick at some college bar. Like in florida did you see she'll one, do did it did you see the one in kentucky that was bad is that the girl who said it like a hundred times oh my god she was that like was, trying to hit her oh my god that was so i saw this on on maybe tiktok or something the other day i mean she, i hate to say it she'll be fine no she well apparently she just, she's got a school but like time will pass and she'll be fine. that's a cr- like that's that is great you gotta be so fucking stupid you gotta be so dumb like and not not to say it but like for it to come out like when you're drunk, you have no inhibitions. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you'll you'll drunk call an ex. You'll do anything. But it's like half that word. Like, you were saying yeah, that no. while you were sober. Oh, 1,000. Well, also. Like, come on. Like. Because that's not no, in my vocabulary. No. And I listen. I listen. Megan Stallion was my number one artist. So, you know, I hear it. Well, of course we hear it. But yeah, no, that you have to have some conditioning to to like to have been comfortable saying it before. Just like two white kids talking also- about the N-word. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wait, this is so bad. Yeah, it's like kind of embarrassing, but I will say, <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It's in that girl. Like, I, you know, she. It's just like it's like a rotten kid. You know what I mean? Like that is a rotten. Kid. What would you? What would you? If, like that was your kid. What kind of conversation do you mean? It's a tough one. I don't know what you do because you can send them to those military camps or whatever. But you see the Paris Hilton documentary. I don't know. I haven't seen this yet. Is it really good? Yeah, it's really interesting. Like, there's, like, this the school that they send their kids when their kids are, like, really bad. And they, like, abuse the kids. Like, it's very sad. And it's, like, a school for, like, rich kids who are, like... Uh, Wait, so un- this is where Paris Hilton went? Yeah, and they, like, abused her. And it was really terrible. Now she makes this whole documentary about it. And, like, there's this whole movement. And now people are talking about it. But it's, like, I don't really trust, like, one of those facilities with this. I think, like, you, like... I don't know. Obviously, college didn't help. And college right. is supposed to be a great education. I think you just, like, fully cut that kid off. Oh, you, you just disown the kid. I mean, you still talk with them, but you're like, you know, I I was paying for your education and I, you're getting nothing anymore. Like, no. you're kind of trash. But you're, something tells me if the kid's like that, there's something in the parents too. Oh, uh, a thousand percent. So, yeah. oh, totally. So, it sounds to me like the parent would just probably. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Is that, I, don't, I, I just like don't even know what I'd do. What kind of mom do you think you'd be? I think I'd be like. Do you want kids? Yeah, 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 yeah. I want kids. I think like, unfortunately, I nannied a, nanny a lot. I feel like you'd be a great nanny. 
Uh, people did. I wasn't. Oh my! They probably like. I was a critically acclaimed nanny. Critically acclaimed. Yeah. No way. I I had kids all over. I hope you're all was... over these five boroughs. Four boroughs. No way. Boroughs. How many boroughs are there? You're in. There's five. But five. all over these five boroughs. Nope. You didn't nanny in Staten Island. I did not nanny in Staten Island. But otherwise, yeah. Did because I feel like you'd be the nanny that like cracks the jokes, caring, caring, but also just. I think I'm like warm, but I am like I'm like you know it. You, I really don't like disrespectful kids. Like, you can't be disrespectful. Like, yeah. I think I'm kind of strict. A little bit. Oh, so you're... <laughs> a little bit. But I'm like, You fun. got, like, really excited when you said strict. I don't know. I think, like, there's no telling what kind of... I don't know. I just, like, can't imagine. Those... Her parents were definitely saying the N-word. That's how she got there. Or... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it really blows my mind. But I think that, like... I think I, I'm very, like, uh, I love, like, being, like, sentimental. So I think I'll be, like, very, like, warm and sweet. But... Um, I'm actually on parenting TikTok right now. Oh, really? You're on parenting talk. I'm learning about gentle parenting. Is this TikTok trying to send you a message? A message, maybe. Be... It's like this idea that like if you're mad at your kid, you don't like yell at them. You like basically like have to there's like no manipulation. Mm. Like you almost are treating the kid like an adult. Mm. You're like, this is what you did, and this is what was not okay. And like, for example, like if a kid is like crying or throwing a fit, it's the same thing. Like, I love this on your for you page. I know. Well, I do too because I think it's interesting. <laughs> like, it's the same thing. Like, if a kid is like throwing a fit, like you don't comfort them. Like, that's you'd be like, hey, listen, wh- how are you feeling? Like, why are you screaming right now? Is there something you need? Like, you just like basically like almost treat them like an adult. Mm. Do you scream when you're mad? You don't give me this. It takes a while to get me mad, and then once I'm mad, like you've done fucked What's, up. When's the moment you're the most mad ever? Hmm. No ex pissed you off? No, not like, not like, I mean, I think people have pissed me off, but like, not like that mad. I don't know when the maddest I've ever been ever is. Oh, I had like a really annoying roommate who made me annoyed, who made me mad for sure. And I like have been mad at people. I'm trying to think like when I was the most mad. It's almost like a quiet, like I get really, really mad and to ever, like, if I talk to someone, like, mm. if I vent to you about Walter. Walter? There's, there's a lot. There's I was a- really afraid I messed up your name, but I didn't. Walter? Okay. Thank and there's you. a lot that you'd be pissed at Walter about, right? Yeah. If, say I'm mad at Walter, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to, like, rip Walter apart, like, to oh. pieces. Like, you'll be like, wow, you're kind of scaring me right now. And then to Walter, gonna- Walter's dead to me. Oh, he's just dead to you. I don't need to blow up at Walter. In time, he's going to realize what he's done. Oh. He can't call oh, so favors. That's, you know that's low. That's honestly maybe the worst. No, you're you, done. Because you're gonna look at you're gonna look at that person like they're like dead meat. No, you're done. Like you. So Walter's dead to you. Yeah, sorry. So like when I have friends who like I've gotten that mad at. Oh, it must have been brutal. You can't you can't repair it. I don't even need to yell at you. Oh, that's, don't, see that's the worst. We don't and I only do it when like I'm really done. Like. It's not a misunderstanding. It's not something we have a conversation. You know, like right. someone does something that's bad. They talk to you. You talk it through and then they do it again. Right. And you're like, hey, you did it again. Oh, I'm sorry. And then they do it like a third time. Or they like lie to you multiple times. And you're like, there's no fixing Enough. this. There's no fixing this. I can tell that this pattern is done. Then you're done. And you're done. You're done. You're- like you're really, you're done. <laughs> no amount of time. Nothing. You you can get back in. Really? One person's gone back in. But it was because we're not even really friends anymore. And it was because it was like a boy and like, I was just really upset. Like, and he like, we're friends, we're friendly, but like any like ex friend, like, no, try. I promise you can't. Have you noticed a difference in people from your past resurfacing now that 
you're at Barstool and you're doing your thing and you're girl bossing? Oh, people who like unfollowed me from college refollowed me. And as soon as they refollow me, I go and unfollow them. I love your level. Of you know what I mean? No, that's like A1 Like pettiness. you unfollowed me because you didn't want right. me around. Right. And then you followed me because I got on Barstool. Like I'll unfollow you. That's no biggie. <laughs> you, you should have just not followed me. Wait, back. that's savage. Um, There is one girl who followed me back, but I like Wait, allow we, it. Because... Do we need to kill her? No, no, no. Like she's no, like you, sweet. We... She like comments nice things no, on my page. No, no, no I'm like no, cool she... with her. No, we're going to kill her. No, I'm really, don't get me up started because I will. <laughs> but no, no, no. I'm like, I'm cool with her. Like. I like it's fine. She can follow me back. But um uh Did you follow her? I never stopped following. Her. That's what I mean. Uh, like they don't Oh, so this is the only one you didn't unfollow. Like I don't like yeah, the people from college are my friends and then like all of a sudden I realized they just refollowed it's me. I'm like fake bitch. I know. But um uh no, not a lot. Maybe like during Barstool Idol a few, a few people from high school like messaged me, but like not like a not a lot of people. Do you keep a close close circle here do you feel like a true new yorker um you really do give me new york vibes to be honest yeah i i feel like that's I'm a compliment a new too because we, we love our new yorkers yeah i don't think i'm leaving i feel like i'm a new yorker i think ambition is a big part about being from yeah. new york even if like you're not ambitious like you don't want to be like famous or own a company or anything like that like new york people just like work hard i have a question for you when you were going through that down period this summer did mm-hmm. you feel like your ambition left was that part of it no, I think it, it sometimes makes me sad because it's like I feel down so I can't get what I want accomplished. And it's like, but I, st- oh, but I I'm really like, that. I still want you to be here. Like, why can't you be here? Like, you're lo- like, it like, it's my, the ambition never goes away. It's more of like the uh, confidence goes away. Cause it's like, why aren't you doing this? Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to do this. Why aren't you doing it? I'm never like, I guess this is going to be my life. It's more of like frustrations and the fact that I'm not. So it's always frustration, internal frustrations. Yeah um and external but like i don't ever feel like it's not like i'm gonna give up kind of thing like i'm frustrated this might not happen i feel like it's not gonna happen i'm really upset but it's not like okay i guess i'll give up it's just like this is really annoying it might not happen other than the cold water because i'm curious what got you back out of that i mean medication is always a plus Mm -hmm. do Uh, you feel a true difference yeah but i mean if you're gonna start like medication for like mental health stuff and I'm sure your doctor will say this. It is a journey. Really? It like takes a couple of years. Different, just different medications. They call it like doses. cocktails, which is like so gross to say. Yeah. But it just like it takes a while. You have to be on something for a month to see how it feels. If it's bad, you have to change it. It, it, it Yeah, it takes like a while. It takes Interesting. like a while. I think it took literally two years. Of just trying different Yeah. And cocktails. then you'll find it and then like you get better and then it's like, okay, well now I'm going to get off this thing right. that took me two years to find. And now we're just going to take a quick break to talk to you about my longtime sponsor in U.S. Wellness Meats. At uswellnessmeats.com, you can choose from over 350 foods raised the way nature intended. That includes 100% grass-fed and grass-finished beef, lamb, bison, elk, and dairy. They also have pasture-raised heritage pork, wild-caught seafood, and pasture-raised poultry. These are some of the host of foods that you can find at uswellnessmeats.com where the owners are the actual farmers themselves and now they've introduced a subscription 
food delivery service, and curated sample farm bundles. Choose the bundle of food you want to receive every month, and they'll deliver it right to your door automatically. It's never been easier to serve your family real, honest-to-goodness food without the junk. U.S. Wellness Meats is the choice of championship sports teams, professional athletes, chefs, world-class trainers, and families just like yours all over America. Use promo code PODCAST, that's P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to save 15% off of every order at uswellnessmeats.com. Now let's get back into it. Um, so yeah, it's like kind of, so I think like, it's not something to take lightly, but like, if you really need it, like do it. Right, right, right. But, um, I think working out is good. I think like making a plan of what you really want in life and then like prioritizing those things. I think like cutting out any toxic people is good. There's, it's better to be alone than be with a bad friend. Um, I don't know. All those things help. Did you feel like comedy, like have you been doing more comedy Recently, post COVID. Oh, I started in COVID. Right. So then, since then, um, there was like a moment, like my first few months at Barstool, that was like uh, I didn't really have time to like. I get like booked more on shows now that I'm on Barstool, so that helps. And Barstool is co- comedy, I guess. Um, Did you feel like the comedy though was an, is also an outlet, just in terms of keeping the mentals good? Yeah, I think creating. Yeah. I think creating. If you're a creative person, like even in Taylor Swift's like uh, MAA, is that AMA, American Music Awards? Is that mm-hmm. what she just won? She said like, I found that the more music I made, the happier I felt right. and the more people listened. And so I just kept making music because it made me feel happier. And I think that that is like a creative in a sense. Right. I feel like the more you create, the better you feel. What do It's you like f- creative constipation. <laughs> You just got to keep going. If it's Never there, you got to go. It's a faucet. That's how I feel about Creative constipation. Yeah. I coined that. Wait, that's pretty good. Isn't it kind of good? Wait, if you ever start another podcast, that's Creative constipation. That's a horrible name. Um, <laughs> uh, almost as bad as we'd be enslaved. But, um, but no, I feel like it's, uh, I, I do think like the more, if you're a creative person, the more you make, the better you feel. I agree. I agree. And I think also though, in general, you have the right mentality about keep going. That, that yeah. kind of mentality. You just kind of got to keep going. Hey, but but that's – I don't take it for granted when I meet people like that though because I think that it's tricky in this climate or in I guess this age to have that true mentality. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people our age struggle with this. And I think at times I've struggled with it as well. I think it's well. delayed gratification. I struggle with it too. Right. And we're all looking for the instant. Yeah. Especially like with social – like it's – like. I'll be like, why am I feeling so sad? Oh, right. I haven't gained like a thousand followers in a while. <laughs> yeah, but and then you're like, why? Like, that's so dumb. It is so dumb, but. But that's. I don't know. It's like just your brain. Like we have to just learn to be okay with it, I guess. What do you, is there something that you kind of wish more people could understand about you that you maybe feel like you're, you struggle to convey? I think that any comedian might feel this a little bit. I feel like people there's always going to be someone offended. If you have a good joke, someone's going to be offended. And I wish that there's a lot of people on the internet that don't understand that a lot of I, what I do is like satire. Like it's kind of crazy sometimes. Like the comments. Yeah, look, they see you. I'm like, what is, you're an idiot. Like you are great. Like I made this one video about like an American girl doll conspiracy and they're like, not her thinking American girl dolls are real people. I'm like, you've got to be kidding. Um, uh, so I guess like something that I would, um, I think that like I am like a 
nice person maybe that like I care about a lot of like if I make a joke about women's rights like obviously I think women should have rights like if you can't take a joke or if you don't find me funny that's not a if you can't take a joke or if you don't think my joke is funny and maybe the joke isn't funny but the joke is not a reflection of who I am it's a reflection of like my art and me trying to be funny um it's a reflection of my mind a little bit and not like my mind and what I believe but like where my mind goes But like if someone makes a joke about gay rights or something, not that I've done that, but it doesn't mean that they don't think gay people should have rights. Like I think that that's people on the internet do not understand comedy and like get off the internet if you feel that way. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, For you, now that we've manifested, do we even manifest? Wait, hold on. Oh, I think I was going to tell you how I manifest. Yeah. How do we get off of this? I make lists. I make like I have a five-year list, a five-year plan, but some things happened and so I, I'm this is one year in so what okay what on the five-year list happened one year in uh fully creatively employed um not living with a crazy roommate yeah very ha- happy happy good relationships there's no one in my life I don't want in my life and like around creative people um some things that didn't happen yet it's it's a five-year list yet but just for this year okay something that didn't happen was uh, I wanted to be like auditioning more for like sh- TV shows and things okay. like that. And that didn't happen. But I don't see that as a loss because I like kind of have like a name a little bit mm-hmm. around like New York and comedy, like mm-hmm. through Barstool and stuff like that. And I feel like that's kind of better than like being a no name person auditioning, at least for me, mm-hmm. in my opinion, because I have an audience. So like, you know, everyone has different routes. But personally, like it's like, yeah, I didn't achieve that, but I achieved something else, which right. was like having people care about who I am. Also, I feel like that in Some the future people. is going to help as well, no? Yeah, so like, it's like, that was so European, man. Um, so like, yeah, no, no, exactly. So like, that's kind of like my point. Like I didn't achieve that, but I achieved something else. And when you think about, so what are the other ones on the five-year? Um, I want to write a musical. I don't need it to be on Broadway. I just want to write a musical. We can manifest that for like the seventh year. Kind of actually closer because it, it, it doesn't no. have to be a big production. It no, can, I'm saying I'm saying the Broadway. Like, oh yes, 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 yes. Right, we can. Oh yeah, the Broadway's on the list. That could be on like seven, year seven, year. I want to work in television. I want to be on Broadway. Um, which I feel like a little kid saying, but like you know, you can be it at any age. Yeah. Um, I want to make more music. I want to. I'm so like Barstool, such an incredible place to work. Like I can't even begin to talk about like how creatively. Um, open they are mm-hmm. and like how much they don't breathe down your back and like it's really free form and there's not really any structure in that sense which is a good thing mm-hmm. um, so I you know now that I have this it's like well I want to like use that to its full potential not right. not like use it and move on but like use it like you know what I mean like right. have a great show make friends make good content you know like um, you know Barstool gets a lot more views and Right. a lot of tv shows um so yeah like i really i think mean, that's like obviously my it's my job like it's my main focus it's the thing that's like doing the most for me and like something like i i like don't ever see a point in leaving kind of in a right. way so like i also have other dreams like i want to do broadway and stuff like that but i think like there's so much to focus on right now with that SN, i'm thinking snl's coming in i kind of feel like they're I think, not no, i think i might whoa whoa, I think, whoa. not that i don't this is want the them not whoa, that i no. don't want them no. but i kind of think that like 
They're like, they're not. They're not. I don't know if they will. And that's Caroline. okay. No, 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 no. Okay. No, no, they're coming. No, I'm literally, we're deleting that because that didn't exist. Okay. <laughs> so okay. I'm thinking, I'm thinking SNL for you. Let's give it between four. I'm thinking between years four and six. So it could be year five. It could be year five. I mean, you can come back. What is something you're manifesting? <sighs> that's a really good question. I don't even think I've thought about this. Well, no. I mean, there's like a bunch. Of... It can be like a 15-year goal. It could be something like very far in the future, but just something that you've like got your eye on. I think that what I've learned is the greatest, the moments where I'm happiest, I guess mm -hmm. professionally speaking, is... A when I'm when I'm working really hard, but I'm also like truly working for myself. Yeah. When I can pick like there's no better feeling knowing that I can stay up till three AM tonight and work on and work if I want to. There's no better feeling for me knowing that like if I stay up till three AM and I wanna like if I need to sleep in because I'm pretty tired, I can sleep in a little because I've now like created the life for myself professionally that I can kind of set my own schedule and I don't have to answer to anybody. That I feel like is the dream on a bigger scale, like then find more success with that. And then, you know, divvy up like, okay, do I want to do for me personally, be like, like commentary for sports, right? Or like whatever it might be. But yeah. I think just being able to, to be my own boss truly, and then be successful at that. And then also, because I can do my own thing on my own schedule, then allow myself to go into other realms of interest that I have. Yeah, I think that would be like true like what you're saying, even when you were saying about like the financial freedom part, right? Even on a smaller scale, being able to like order an Uber Eats because you're busy and you're tired, but like actually having the possibility it's just to do that. Freedom. That that is like that I think is really um is not talked about enough. You know what I mean? It's just, not talked like, about like people enough. say like, oh, it's so nice to be your own body. But like actually being able to live and on your own schedule. And like be living off of your own creativity. Being off of, and off of your hard work too, yeah. you know, and knowing that like for me, like I've worked my ass off for, for multiple years now. Um, so, and being able to like say that without like with full confidence. Um, That's an incredible feeling. Like I, I completely feel that it's like, it is the biggest, like kind of like when you talk about like, oh, you've made, I'm like, I haven't really done anything. Like I, I, you know, I'm nothing like I haven't achieved great things. Like I do have a lot of people's dream jobs and it is a dream job. Right. Thousand percent. But like, I don't feel like I'm qualified to be like, this is the key to success. Like, am I successful? But that freedom is, well, it's like you made it when you have that freedom. But I would also argue that the reason, like you, you thinking, you not feeling like you've made it is the reason why you're successful right now and will continue to be successful. And I think that that's like, we're like, that's a special trait that you have. Yeah. And I like- Not being like impressed by yourself. Well, yeah. And I think that the day, it's more like an off, there's- the example I want to give is more of an off-air example. But the day that you feel like... <laughs> so many secrets. No, I know. The car ride back to Manhattan has been crazy. Oh, we got so much to talk about. <laughs> no, but like I think the day that you feel like you've made it, like I always tell myself like I'm fucked. If that day ever comes, I'm fucked. And like sometimes if I have friends that are like, oh, you're doing so like, you know, in, in a very complimentary way. Yeah. And, I, and I really appreciate like literally it means so much. But they, they're always like surprised when I don't see myself like I'm like me I'm like I don't do like there's like moments where I do get a glimpse of it like for example um I'm going somewhere and I see like other people I went to school with are working like 
not that there's anything wrong with this, but like they're working retail right. or something like that. And they're like classes above me and like they're working retail or they're doing something. They had to move home. They can't like afford their rent in some area of the city. There is moments where like, damn, I'm killing it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> nah. that sucks. But like, but like, mm, like you know what I mean? Like, all right, well, I just spent $100 on dinner tonight. What up, bitch? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I literally just bought $300 pants. I'm sorry. Like, there are moments like that where I'm like, I am so cool. Or like when a celebrity DMs me, like, oh. like an old, an old Give me the celebrity crush Give DMs me. me. Can you say who or no? No, I don't want to say okay. who because like we're going to go out and get married. So like I can't say it, but like literally an old celebrity crush DM to me Damn, that's so and talk to someone I know about me oh, was like, like, she's so hot. Yes. I and I was like, no, I was like, I'm never going to, I'm never going to brag about this on the internet because I'm not a little bitch. Wait. Like I, if you clip this, I might not even put on, if, if it's, if it's too descriptive of who it is, I won't put on my story. Like, but, like you would say celebrity crush DM me, but if you said it, someone else talked, cause they'll not know. No, then they'll know. Be like, you talked about, cause only, this wait, only way you did, once. Did, wait, hold on. But you can say this. I DM back. Yeah, yeah. Did you entertain it? Thousand percent. What was I going to do? Wait, so hold on, hold on. No, no, no. There's like no. nothing I can say, but I will say that like, Wait, um, there's moments like that where it's like, bitch, like all these yet. fucking losers, <laughs> like at my high school, at my college, like see, they ain't got these people you know in their funny? DMs. You, you have as like, you're, I can tell you're extremely kind, but then I feel like you also, and I love this. You that, have, you have this, where I, I'm honestly the same where listen, I'm like, I'm an Aries. I'm just kidding. No, no, <laughs> ew, I want to kill you. Um, no, but I, but I'm like the same where it's like, no, like be humble. Like, but like. Uh, that's sucks. a part of ambition you can't not that, like that's like, a little kind of, new york sucks like what you up to you know what i mean like like oh <laughs> no. you move back with your dad no <laughs> stop Wait, we're actually the worst no we are and also i want to say we're saying that and like i just to like clear our names i'm well aware that things change like i'm well yeah. aware that yeah. next year i might be moving with my dad and right. you might have celebrities in your dms For i'm aware sure. of that but the difference between that is like, I'm going to keep working so that doesn't happen. Some things happen. Sometimes you get right. fired for no good reason. When this comes out, I think we're both. We're like done. <laughs> we're done. So. But and like, I yeah. know like, you know, it's no, like literally that Frank Sinatra song. Like uh, one day you're at the top, the next day you're at the bottom. Mm. That's Ooh. life. Don't. Sometimes you're riding high. Ooh. You're high, running high in Ooh. April and you're down the month of May Ooh. or something like that. That's real. But um, it's, it's not true. like someone who didn't work hard is all of a sudden going to be in my position. Like, sorry. <laughs> Okay, you sit on your ass. Like, wait. Okay, cool. You're so impressed with yourself. Like, you're not. I'm not worried about you <laughs> surpassing me. No offense. Uh, God, I love it. We're such assholes. I think it's a part of it, I think. I love how we've been at, trying to act humble this whole time, and then we're just, like, being assholes. Listen, I don't listen to Kanye. I'm not an asshole. <laughs> Back on Kanye. Yo, this guy, he's down horrific. You know what? You know what? The, the life lesson here is... The life lesson here is, like, man... I think he just really misses Kim. He he's I think, doing this all for Kim. Well, no, I genuinely think he is. Well, like what a like hard month it's been for Kim. The Balenciaga stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that was bad. That was not and now great. Kanye. No, I think for Kim. No, I think that Kanye's just down horrific about Kim. Like, think about it. Did it's you see they, their divorce settlement? Oh my, two hundred grand a month in child support. Wait, all right, hold on. And he has to give her his house. And he's already like <laughs> broke right now. Like, <laughs> so she does not need it. Wait, well. Obviously, she doesn't need it. Also, 200 grand a month in child her? support on what? On Instagram? I think so, yeah. You've got to watch her stories. They have been. Oh, I don't, I don't even watch those. Her stories they've been, are. They've been amazing. Incredible. Oh, my. No she way. She put her bathroom. I, if she put her bathroom up, 
She has like she, her bathroom is a is glass. like her toilet the size of this room. Oh yeah, she has like a gla- uh, one of the window the uh, walls to her bathroom is all glass and she's got greenery that's there so like you can't see it's just like like trees, but they're all decked out as Christmas trees, and it's beautiful. Wait. And then she has a piano player come every morning to play Christmas tunes while Wait, the kids you wake could up. Be that hold on hold on you I could be that. No, it's crazy. Go look at her story. It's like very peaceful. Wait, but no, no, no. But don't you agree? If they were still together, this, this, he wouldn't even be talking about the Jews. It's honestly Kim's fault. No, I think so too. Yeah. It's no, crazy. it's crazy. Uh, Kim is to f- blame. I agree. I 100% agree. Mm, mm. It's really, it's really crazy. I don't listen to Kanye. Um, it's a really sad day. Hold on. Not that that will, no, hopefully. In we'll my 30s. Hopefully we'll get you on before then, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. In my 30s. That sounds, that's getting old. Yeah, I would like to just continue the path I'm down, I guess. Like, I'm, I, hmm. I don't know. I feel like I'm already, like, I don't feel, like, young. I don't feel like I'm old. I'm not old. But, like, I don't, like, love going out. And I don't love, like, getting drunk. And, like. So it's like hard because it's like I feel like a lot of times people are like in my 30s, I'm like chill out. And it's like I'm already chill. Like my high is like being proud of myself. Yeah. So I feel like I guess just wanting to be proud of myself more. I mean, there are things like I would I could say like I definitely want to have like a show of some sort. That's like, you know, I obviously have my podcast and I love my podcast, but something. Yeah. Something that's like, you know, sketches or music or both mm-hmm. um like something with like some storylines that's you know has acting and some production in it tv show even if it's like a very popular show with like youtube with barstool like all right let's go like that's hard to do like mm-hmm. not a lot of people have like the um successful shows like yeah. that you know like shane gillis's sketches like that is one in a million yeah. what yeah. he's doing like he's incredible so something like that um something visual but with also like with music. And I also want to be performing live a lot. I can see that for you. Like I do stand up, um, you know, a couple times a week. But I want to be like really perform- like a full, like I want a show. Like I want that musical. You know what I mean? In my 30s. Like 30, I will already have a musical by then. Like I'll already have a musical 100%. in a while. But like performing live musicals on Broadway. Well, <laughs> I have no doubts. That's very nice of you. Thank no, you. and I wanna I wanna thank you for for taking the time, for schlepping out here to, to Brooklyn. Love it here. It's been an absolute... um pleasure to have you on absolutely thank and you and i'm i have no doubts you're gonna keep fucking crushing you too thank you caroline thank you